And welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, how was how was your Christmas, man? It was good, low key, but good. Was uh, was Santa Claus uh, good to you this year? Very good. What about you, Matt? Oh, Santa Claus was excellent to me this year. I, I guess I was a good boy for once. That's good to hear. So, uh, hope everyone had a nice Christmas or a nice holiday if you don't celebrate Christmas. But uh, let's just jump into it as always. Uh, we're going to start off as always with listener's choice. And we actually have a double header this week, Chris. Ooh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you're prepared for that or not. I'm always ready. All right. So, this is coming from John McWaters. He listens to the show every week. He has reached out to me multiple times, and John, we appreciate it. This is this is this is a double du- this is a double duty question right here. So here we go. I'll ask you the first one first. Who do you think will win the AFC South? Obviously, it's between the Titans and the Colts. Who do you got, Chris? Titans. Really? So you're going to go against the Colts, who you have in the AFC Championship game? I do. I think the Colts are still going to be that last team that gets in, but um, I don't know. It's a crapshoot. Either one, it could go either way. But I think the Titans got a little bit more talent overall when it comes to the quarterback position. I 100% agree with you. Uh, I mean, obviously, last night with the Titans, we'll talk about it later about how they looked like looked like a pop Warner football team last night. But in those weather conditions, it's hard it's hard to play if you're not used to it. Um, but I overall, I just think the Titans have, are more talented. Obviously, you have Derrick Henry, you have A.J. Brown, uh, Ryan Tannehill. The defense is pretty good, too. Um, I, I, I just don't see the Titans being a wild card team this year. I think they actually get to be a, be a division winner and host a playoff game. Yeah, I agree. But um, on the opposite side, though. I still think the Titans are going to win it all for that division. Mm-hmm. I and mean, when you look at the Colts, too, obviously they're they're a little bit of a surprise this year. Um, I don't think anyone predicted them to be like this. I um This guy right here. Well, Chris, except for you. And maybe all the <laughs> fans. Yeah, they but, have so much talent on that team. I just think – I really do think they can even upgrade from Phillip Rivers next year and even be better, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, when you look at the when you look at the Colts team too, you say they have talent, but like when you look at the names, it's like really like this is the group of guys that are on the Colts offense because you have obviously Philip Rivers, you have Jonathan Taylor who's a rookie running back who's been great, you have Naheem Hines who's been great as well this year, T. Y. Hilton, everyone knows T. Y. Hilton. They look at the rest of the receivers. You have Zach Pascal, Michael Pittman, and then. In a normal year, you, they'd also have Paris Campbell, but Paris Campbell's out for the year. This, and then when you look at the offensive line, obviously they're the best, one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah, you know, I just think they have enough talent, and um, Verbal's a great coach there. So, uh, you know, they they have it all. They have it all there. I think. I think the coach mm-hmm. makes a big impact. Good yeah, coach. Frank Rice is a great coach. Yeah, Frank Rice. Sorry, I got I said. Uh, I <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're both good coaches actually. But. Uh, yeah, Frank Wright. I just think he's a good coach, and um, I think the Colts are going to be eleven to five, probably a wild card team, and um, they'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see what they do this weekend. The, the AFC um, is the AFC is loaded. It could go anyway. Yeah, it, it's about time. And then, the AFC is and then the time. NFC is kind of wide open. Like it is. What's going to happen? It is. We'll talk about that later. Um, and then the other question that John asked today was if Jerry Jones doesn't pay Dak Prescott and he doesn't decide to return 
what team or what team would have would would you see having Prescott? Easy answer. Colts. Perfect fit. Well, here's my thing. I, I I am removing my bias from this, but I would love to see Dak Prescott come to yeah, New England. Yeah, but you're not going to pay him that money. Have you seen how so much cap he didn't pay Brady that money? I don't see him giving it to Dak. And Chris Belichick, Belichick didn't didn't want to pay Brady. That's the thing because of Brady's age and because also Belichick. Uh, Belichick for some stupid reason didn't. Like Brady. It's unreal estate. That's not happening. Well, the Patriots they are going to be in need of a quarterback. So are the Colts. If Rivers decides, yeah, to I don't retire, think. I, I, yeah, which I'm hearing he's, which I'm hearing by the way. That Philip Rivers is thinking about coming back. I don't next think year he goes game. anywhere. Uh, so. I think he stays in Dallas. Um, is they mm-hmm. they saw how bad they are without him, and um, mm-hmm. I, I think Jerry Jones would be a fool not to sign that guy. Exactly, but also Jerry Jones. That is true. You know, Who knows? He's quite the character. <laughs> so you're gonna go with the Colts. I'm gonna go with the Patriots on that. John, thanks for the double-headed question. We haven't had one of those before. It was a little scary when I had to type this out today, but I think we got I think we got our Definitely. Think we got the answer at least. All right, let's move on over into baseball. Believe it or not, we have some baseball to talk about today. Only one little, not really small topic, but one little after thing the holidays. Like I say, it starts to pick up. And Chris, you were right on the money with that because late last night, Jeff Passan breaks the news. That the Padres are acquiring Blake Snell. Love to see it as the get him out of the and Red the Padres fans, get him are out of the loading up. Exactly, uh, that was my first thought after after thinking, "Oh my God, the Padres are loading up." I was thinking, "Exactly, oh, out of the division." Think like Red Sox fans and Yankee fans can come together on this and, and personally thank the Rays for you know, trading for him. Snow, you know, he's going to be going to a nice young team who will actually let him pitch more than five innings mm-hmm. too. Uh, mm-hmm. Good for him. And if the Padres get to the world, and if the Padres get, are able to get to the world series this year, he'll, he'll most likely do... Snell will not get, will not get put out unless he absolutely yeah, he'll probably excel better in the NL too. Cause the hidden's way better in the AL than it is in the NL. Mm-hmm. But the Padres, man, yeah, they're, they're a good team. They were one of my teams I thought were going to be good last year. They were. And uh, they're they're loading up for a couple-year runs now with Machado and those guys there. Mm-hmm. And not only are they not, did they acquire Snell, but uh, just news broke maybe about 45 minutes ago now. They're in talks with the Cubs to I acquire you, Dyers. Yeah. So if they're able if they're able to pull this off where they get Snell and Darvish within 24 hours, I'm instantly just gonna put I'm instantly gonna put the Padres right into the National League um, Championship Series just because I'm assuming the Dodgers will be right there too and that will be a great yeah they're definitely gonna be in the mix they're a good young fun team that's well coached exactly uh, let's move on into the NBA now so the regular season it's underway. We're officially underway, Chris. Basketball's officially back. It's hard to get into it right now with football still in the the groove, but I'm trying to get into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm integrating myself into it a little bit piece by piece. Um, 
Admittedly, I did Me not watch the Celtics last night. I I will admit that. I I was more uh, interested in Sunday night football. But Celtics are one two right now. They have a surprise win, and I'm going to say it's a surprise over Milwaukee because Jason Tatum hit a three over Giannis. Yeah, the they're game. a work in progress, Matt. You know, like we talked about it. It's exactly yeah, what we are. thought they were going to be early on. Um, we just got to hold down the fort until Kemba mm-hmm. gets back and we get our floor general back. And uh, we go from there. You know, uh, Tatum and Brown are both elite. And um, we, we just got to integrate these rookies and see what Brad Stevens can do with the squad and the lineup. Mm-hmm. Now, you just mentioned um, Jalen Brown. We all know Jalen Brown's been great, but it just seems like this is going to be the year where he just takes it to another yeah, level. I've, I've, I've liked what I've seen a lot from him. Um, it's hard not to like three him. games. Again, did not, did, not, did not watch the game last night. I did watch the highlights, though. Um, I'm I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Jalen Brown yeah, so far. And I, I'm a big fan of Jalen Brown, but this I can tell this is going to be a whole like, new It's hard not to like Jaylen a guy Brown. who can put up 30, but also can lock down your number one defender. Uh, he just plays an overall mm-hmm. great game of basketball. He's, uh, he's unselfish. Same with Tatum. It's not like who's the best on the team, who's like who's the all-star, like. They're both all stars in my books, and uh, they, yes. they don't have egos, which is big. No, there's no big egos on this team. Everyone's a team player. It seems like exactly, and that's that's the kind of chemistry that the Celtics need. They don't need, they don't no. need James Harden. No, James Harden should come he nowhere near this. He's not coming nowhere. Exactly. Um. So as you mentioned, too, uh, Peyton Pritchard, he's looked good so far. Jeff Teague has looked pretty good so far. Teague is 1,000% an upgrade from Brad Wanamaker. And Tristan Thompson is a – was at, is, has been – he's been, you know, eh so far. But, again, he's – He's got to get his legs going it. a little bit. He'll be fine. I will say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I do like – I do like Tristan Thompson more than Anastasia. Absolutely. I will say that. <laughs> um. Other NBA news going around right now. Did you see what happened to Kawhi Leonard? I I, I heard about it, yeah. So Kawhi, so for those of you who aren't really watching basketball yet or maybe just didn't hear this, Kawhi Leonard and, and, team, and his teammate Serge Ibaka go up for a rebound. Kawhi is much closer to the rebound than Serge is. Serge jumps for it. Elbow connects to the mouth of Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi goes down and is just blooded, bloodied instantly. It's like the camera panned to him, and it's like he's on the ground, is on the ground, and his mouth is just bloody. And, every, and it was just like, oh my god, like what the heck happened at first? Because nobody knew. And then when you saw the replay, you're just yeah. like, oh my god, like Serge, Serge, you got to be more careful exactly. than that, bud. Because as we all learned yesterday. Kawhi Leonard really does mean everything to the Clippers. Yeah, obviously. In case you don't know um, what I mean by that, the Clippers played the Mavericks yesterday. And, yeah, that, that's a good matchup right there, uh, two of the best teams in the West. However, one team showed up and the other one didn't. What I mean by that is that the Mavericks ended up winning this game 124-73. to at the end of the first quarter, it was 36-13. That's yeah, awful. 
at halftime, the Mavericks were up by 50. Yeah, I, like I said, it's early NBA teams. I'm not going to – you can't read too much into it, but you definitely see what Kawhi means to that team for sure. Playoff yeah. P. He, he showed yeah. up yesterday. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, he's going to be missing some games with a dislocated wrist. Carl uh, I, I, Anthony Towns just can't nah, catch never. a break. I, I feel bad for the guy. You're playing, you're playing in Minnesota. At least you're loyal. But you're playing in Minnesota. You had everything that happened with your family this offseason uh, with COVID. And now, and now you can't, and now you're hurt. Like, the poor guy. Yeah. I like, I like Colin Anthony Towns, too. Yeah, I do like guy. him a lot. He's a good guy. It's hard not to like him. He's, uh, he's just in a weird situation with that team. He is. And then also, this is the weird part of the season, Chris, where the bad teams yep. are good. But in a month from now, maybe the bad teams yeah, will go back Yeah, the next beat the Bucks. The Cavs are 3-0. Yeah, and the Knicks <laughs> just beat the Bucks by 20. I, I saw that. I, I, I thought I was on drugs when I saw yeah, the right. score. Because I, was, I thought, oh, okay, maybe Obi Toppin went off. No, Obi Toppin got hurt. A... So that was all, Ju- that was all yeah, Julius man. Randle. He had a good game. He did. Uh, let's move on over into uh, college basketball. Um, there's really not much going on, so we're going to hit you guys with a feel-good story yes. right here, Chris. Uh, Keontae Johnson, um, player from Florida who collapsed on the floor uh, a few weeks ago. He's been officially released from the hospital. So awesome. Love yeah. to see that. You just love to see Thank that God. kind of stuff right there. It was a scary, it was a scary situation. Um, I saw the replay of it where you literally just see the dude just completely yeah, just collapse. And everyone's just like, wait, what just happened? And then everyone's like, oh, God, something's happening. Um, so you just love to see that. Um, not sure if he's ever going to play again, but but it's just a feel-good It's just a feel good story going into 2021, knowing that, okay, maybe not everything in 2020 is terrible. Yeah, thank God he's all right, and hopefully he'll be able to – be all right for the rest of his uh, career. You know, whether he plays or not, it's things are bigger than just basketball. Health is important, obviously. Yep, exactly. Um, let's move on over into college football. Coastal Carolina officially lost their undefeated season bid. They lost to Liberty in their bowl game in overtime. The kicker missed the game tying field goal. Yeah, tough way to end the season, but um. Seems like that that coach is building a nice young squad there. Um, they should be good for years to come. Now, do you think now, despite the loss to Liberty, do you even think Coastal Carolina should have even been in this game? At no, all? or do you think they, or do you think they were still deserving? I of do a still think they're deserving of it. Yeah. I do too. Like, I looked up the name of the bowl. I don't even remember what it was. It's such a random yeah. bowl game, and I'm. It, it it just it still baffles me that the committee did this. Yeah, it's crazy. And I know, and you know, today or even last night, the committee is walking around with you know what energy, being like, "Yeah, we were right about Coastal yeah. Carolina." So <laughs> annoying. Hate the committee. Yeah, they're I hate worse. the committee. Um. So the Heisman finalists were announced. Um. To no surprise, it's Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson, Mac Jones. Quarterback from Alabama, Kyle Trask, 
the quarterback from Florida. Florida. And Devontae Smith, the wide receiver from Alabama. I think Smith. No surprise that there's like a bunch of quarterbacks. It's, it, it, it's basically a yeah. quarterback reward. I think Smith's going to win it, though. That's my prediction. Really? You're going to go with the wide receiver here? I just Why think is that? He, had, he put up ridiculous numbers. And um, with Trevor getting hurt, I don't think he can be deserving of winning it, even though he still has ridiculous numbers as well. Well, he, well, he got COVID. That's I know, but he still he missed two hurt. games. So um, I think that takes a toll on Trevor's uh, numbers overall. Otherwise, he probably would have get it. But, um, yeah, I think he deserves it, Smith. It'd be cool to see someone else besides the quarterback win it. So I'm with you on that. Um, with It would be cool if a quarterback didn't win this. But I think Mac Jones. Is he might, win yeah. This. That would probably be my second guess. Just because, just, mm-hmm. just because, if you remember back at the beginning of the season or the SEC season, I said that I didn't trust Mac Jones really. And I, don't, I said he was good, not great. Yeah, I take that back. The kid's great. He's actually yeah, he is. Uh, completely surprised me this year. Actually, I will say that I wasn't expecting this kind of season from Mac Jones, leading Alabama to an undefeated season, number one seed in the college football playoff. Typically, in that, it, typically if it's an Alabama player that's involved, it, it's it they're going to win it most of the time. The fact that there's two of them this year, they'll they'll probably just end up going with yeah. the quarterback. But if it's I w- I won't be mad if it's Smith or Jones. I'll be more surprised if it's actually Trevor Lawrence or Kyle Trask. Don't get me wrong. Both these players are great. Both of them are going to be playing on Sunday. But compared to what uh, Jones and Smith did this year, I just don't think Trask or Lawrence be- – and again, because Lawrence was out for two games, I don't think they'll be able to compete with what those two did yeah, this year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, all right, Chris. Give me your prediction for um, Alabama-Notre Dame. What do you got? Roll Tide. Roll t- is is this going to be a big blowout? Like a lot of yeah, people, yeah, they cover the spread. What's the spread at right now? Do you know? It might be nineteen or twenty points. Let, let me take a look at this. So you just you just think Al- Alabama? It's just gonna it's just gonna stay yeah. Home. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and Notre Dame. Notre Dame stinks. No, they're not gonna win. Yeah, nineteen. They never yeah. Favorite, so slam Alabama. Yeah, I agree. With that. Notre Dame should be there, but it's so unfortunate that they got that they that they're fourth and not third. Yeah. Um, Clemson, Ohio State. Who do you have in this one? There's a lot of bad blood <sighs> in this game. It's a tough one. Uh, I think Clemson wins in a close one. It's a lot closer than what people think. I think Ohio I State too. puts up a fight. I do too. Exactly, and the reason why I'm saying this is there's bad blood in case. In case no one knows what's going on. Dabo Swinney, the head coach of Clemson, has just been constantly taking shots at Ohio State all season. He had in the coaches poll, he put them at eleven. Because he said, Oh, you know, they only played six games this year. And then when he said when we go to film study, you know, there's not gonna be much to study this year since they only played six games, so it'll just be it'll be a quick two hour study and that's it, and we'll be yeah. good to go. So obviously, obviously, this is bulletin board material for Ohio State. So there, there, there's going to be some bad blood in this game. It, it's definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if this game doesn't get chippy. Yeah, I'm looking for. If this is this is going to be this is going to be a fight. Yeah, I right think here. Fields is going to put on show and try to show he's just as good as Trevor because uh, you know Josh mm-hmm. is around the corner. Exactly. Um, so essentially, I think 
this is probably this is the this is Justin because everyone knows Trevor Lawrence is going one. This is Justin Fields' last audition for the NFL because who knows what the combine's going to look like this year? Who knows what any of the offseason activities are going to look like this year? So definitely. So I would think Justin Fields is going to want to go all out in this game. As probably with Lawrence, so yeah, they're both competitive guys. Both gonna be good in the NFL, and um, I look forward to the game. It's the game I'll be keyed on. Definitely. Um, so, how many points does Auburn get blown out by? Do we? Think? I don't know. I'm not watching that game. They should not be in that game. <laughs> no. So Auburn's in the is in the Citrus Bowl. They're playing Northwestern. Northwestern is currently a three and a half point favorite. No way! No way! It's gonna be three and a half points. I think Auburn loses by like twenty. I'm not even. Not even. Yeah, Northwestern's good. I think they definitely cover that spread. They're gonna, they're gonna more than cover the spread. They'll cover it by the first quarter. Definitely. Auburn shouldn't even be in this game. No. Um. So let's go over the other the other major bowl games. Um. Georgia and Cincinnati playing the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Uh. Georgia's seven point favorite in this one. Um, who do you have in this one, Georgia or Cincinnati? Cincinnati. I do too, actually. Cincinnati was slept on by the committee this year. Um, obviously, everyone knows Georgia because Georgia's on TV like every weekend, I swear to God. Um, not a lot of people know about the Cincinnati team. The Cincinnati team is coming into this game undefeated at 9-0. Uh, their, their quarterback, um, Riddler, t- uh, almost a 2,100-yard season, seven touchdowns, six interceptions. This kid can actually play some pretty good football right here. And he's slept on by everybody. Yeah, uh, they're a good team. Like you say, they're just slept on. And I think they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a look at the other major bowl games here. All right, the out- Outback Bowl, Ole Miss, Indiana. I don't even know why Ole Miss is in this game. <laughs> this is another one. Like, what are they doing here? Yeah, I'm going to go with Indiana. Yeah, me too. Um, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, Oregon, Iowa State. I'm going to go with Oregon in this. Yeah, I'm going to go the opposite, Iowa State. So how come you got Iowa State? I've just seen them play a lot this year. I like what I see from that team. I, okay, I respect Simple that. Simple as that. Um, I'm, going with, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm going with Oregon just because, just because I just – despite the records of Iowa State being 8-3 and three in Oregon, they only played six games this year. Um Oregon didn't really get a lot of chance to show off who they are this year. And I feel like this is just another this is another um another game where Oregon can just show that, hey, we're still a good team. Definitely. Without Justin Herbert, we're still a good team. Def. Uh Orange Bowl is Texas A and M and North Carolina, Texas A and M by a thousand. Yeah, I'm gonna go the opposite. Carolina. You're gonna go North Carolina. Wow. Yeah. Let me guess. You like you like you like uh, Sam Howell. No, I mean I'm not a UNC guy. You know that I'm a Duke fan, so I don't root for them in anything. But uh, I mean I've just seen them play a lot. I bet I bet against UNC a lot this year, and they kind of went the I kind of lost every single time. And um, Mac Brown's got <laughs> Mac Mac Brown's got a good squad there, so uh, I he does. I wouldn't bet it. I won't. I won't bet against Mac Brown in a, in a bowl game or a big game anymore. He seems to get the job done. The players play up to par. And then this is mo- this is Sam Howell's last game, most likely. So he's probably going to go out with a win. So, all right, let's move on into the NFL. All right, Chris, take it away. I know you want to do it, so take it away. Ah, uh, a lot going on here. 
Uh, I guess I'll start off by saying the Chiefs clinched the number one seed. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm a Chiefs fan right now, I'd be a little worried because they continue to play one-score games as good as they are. Mm-hmm. They're not blowing any teams out. And if you look behind the Chiefs, that AFC is loaded. Yes, 100%. Loaded. And um, I, I sure Matt thought I was going to say this first, but I'll get into it now, though. Uh, the New York Giants are still alive. They are. It's craziness. They could pick barely. They could pick as high as three in the draft, and if they lose, they secure a top ten pick. And then if they win, and Washington loses, they're in. You know, I wish they won a couple games. That Evan Ingram drop on Thursday is still haunting us, as we would be controlling our own destiny. But you know, and Evan Ingram, and Evan Ingram drop is haunting. Yeah, Come on, it is. Chris. It is. You should be used to that. It right is. Now. But um, you know what? This team still is far away from being um I think with a healthy Saquon and we get Danny Dimes a couple more weapons, we could be better on offense. But you know what? It's good. You know, as a giant fan, you're not rooting against your team to lose. You're not rooting for draft picks. I'm rooting from to beat the Cowboys because you never want to lose to the Cowboys. We haven't beat the Cowboys in seven straight games, so that's another reason I want to win. And uh no one wants to see Jerry Jones talk a bunch of you know what, basically, about his team making the playoffs. God forbid they win and get in. So simple as that, you know. Um, I like the future of the Giants, and um, it, it's a win-win situation. You know, you win, you have a chance to make playoffs. You lose, it's a top ten draft pick. It's it's a win-win situation, and um, either way, I think I think Gettleman's going to retire at the end of the year. I think it's a semi-forced retirement, and uh. He's going to go his separate ways, focus on his health, and uh, hopefully Joe Judge will get the GM that he wants in there and we just continue to build. So basically, you went over you went over the playoff scenarios for the NFC East. Basically. Washington went in there in. The winner of, da- of Dallas Giants will have to wait for Washington because Washington is now something like football. Um, if Washington loses, the winner of um, the winner of Dallas Giants wins the division. Yep, simple. There's as that. a team that there's a team we haven't mentioned yet. We're rooting for the Eagles. Yes, you are. Which is weird because, first of all, first things first, in the worst division in football, the Eagles came in last place. You love it. That that's hilarious. But you are a huge you, you you're a huge Eagles fan. Sunday Night Football because yes, the NFL is making everyone wait till the last possible game. Game Awful. 256 of 256 to, oh. to, to, to determine who is going to be the fourth seed in the NFC playoffs. Yeah, I'm not too pleased about it. I mean, I'm going to be nervous enough for my game. So, God forbid now they win. I got to wait another three hours, <laughs> six hours. I, th- I think I think that, I think this is awesome TV that they're doing. Oh, yeah. It's smart tactic for sure. I love it. And yeah. The reason why actually they did this where they were just like, yeah, we're going to flex – we're gonna fl- we're gonna flex this, is because moving the Rams Arizona would help the Rams because they would know the result of the Bears game before they play because the Ram- because the Rams because the Rams Cardinals they gotta wait on the Bears see what's going on with the Bears if the Bears lose the Rams are in and that that's why that's why now everyone's playing at the same time and stuff like that now makes sense now we just mentioned Washington. Some breaking news from out of there today just happened. Dwayne Haskins has officially been released. 
Chris, do you do, do you want do you want to go after this one or should I take it? Yeah, it's all you, Matt. I got all the right. guy. The guy is unprofessional. You saw the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. So Dwayne Haskins last Sunday after a loss was seen with a bunch of strippers without a mask on breaking COVID protocol for the second time this season. Earlier this week, he was fined $40,000 and was stripped of his captaincy. And, of course, who did they give the captaincy to? They gave it to Chase Young. And then on Sunday, yesterday, Dwayne Haskin looked like absolute garbage, ended up getting benched. And then just now, maybe an hour ago, they, they, they parted ways with him. Uh, Coach Ron Rivera came out with a statement saying that they met with him today, and it was, and they said it think it would be best for the both of us if we release you. And, you know, obviously, good luck with whatever you do next with your life, basically. But do you think Dwayne Haskins gets a second chance in the NFL, Chris, or do you think he's Jamarcus Russell 2.0? I think someone will give him on a practice squad, maybe at first, and mm-hmm. show that he has to mature. Because the fact that he was so careless that he decides, oh, I'm going to go party with a bunch of strippers after a loss, mind you. They lose a game and he goes to go hang out with a bunch of strippers. Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, immaturity. Uh, obviously, it seems like money is more of a thing for him. He doesn't really care about the film or studying. He, you could tell the guy's not prepared to play football. Um, you know, I'm grateful the Giants didn't draft him. A lot of people wanted him back then, but. Um, Say what you say. Say what you say. Uh, say what you want about Danny Dimes. Um, he's a professional. Yeah, so. that, Daniel, that Daniel Jones pick is looking better and better each day now. Yeah, it it really is. And as for Patriots fans who are saying, "Oh, maybe we should take a look at him," no. Yeah, Absolutely hell no. Not. No, no, no. So I jokingly was thinking, "Oh, <laughs> you know, Belichick's probably going to take him." As a joke, I said that. But when you look at it, Belichick takes COVID seriously. Dwayne Haskins does not. That instantly right there, no, not happening. So, No, yeah, not happening. I agree with you. He'll be a practice squad some, but for some team, and the team is going to have to tell him to get him to turn or make it onto the roster. Here's the name I want to throw out to you, Matt. Okay. He was just elevated from a practice squad. Oh, I, know I think the, I, I think the guy never got a fair chance. Oh, I, 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 know, see... I know who this is going to be. Josh Rosen. Yep, I agree. Josh Rosen never got a fair chance. He was. Uh, I'm still high on the guy, dude. I so here's my thing about Josh. He Rosen. got a raw deal on every team he went to. So so here's my thing about Josh Rosen. He didn't have a great rookie year in Arizona. Then he gets shipped to where would he go? Miami. Yeah. And then from Miami, he goes to Tampa. Tampa's practice squad. And now he's where is he now? Niners backup. Now, now he's a Niners backup. The dude, the dude was never given a. The guy was never even given a chance. No, I, mean, I still think he could. He was good in college. Like, I mean, I wanted the Giants to look at him back in the when uh, they took Saquon in the draft. Um, I think he could still be good if given the chance and put in the right system. You know, I feel like the Patriots could be a good system for him. You know, it's a low that's risk, been, high that's reward. That's been rumored from ever since he was like in the league that the Patriots will eventually acquire him. Low risk, high reward. Um, I would love to see it. We'll see. We'll we'll see. He's definitely he's he's a wild card person, definitely. Just because definitely. again, no one knows what he's like. That's the thing. Because he was never given a chance. 
Yeah. I thought, I mean, that's just why I thought I would throw that out there. I like that. You know, yeah. speaking of Florida teams, uh, the Jaguars have officially won the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Congratulations to the Jaguars. Now becomes the hottest coach in uh, position. Um, rumor has it this is going to be Urban Meyer. That's what I hear. We'll see. I'll believe it when I see well, it. Urban Meyer's uh, recent history of quarterbacks hasn't been that great, so who knows. But Yeah. But the playoff picture is starting to come into focus, Chris. Um, it is. Let's go over the week sixteen uh, scores, and then we'll go over the go over what what the playoff picture is looking like. Yeah, let's wrap it up, baby. So let's we're gonna throw it all the way back to Christmas night. Was the night of Christmas, and everyone was awake. Everyone was watching a beast quake in New Orleans. Alvin Kamara had six touchdowns in this game as was, as the Saints steamrolled their way to victory, fifty two to thirty three. There's not much more you can say other than Kamara just did a Kamara like thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was. Um, Saints are going to be right there with the Packers. They are. This, this could be the year where they bucks. finally make it to the Super Bowl. Who knows? Yep. Um, then we move over to Saturday football. Uh, Tom Brady had had a career day, had another fantastic day. Lions beat. I mean, sorry, the Bucks beat the Lions forty-seven to seven. Tom Brady at the half. Was 22 of 27, 348 yards and four touchdowns. Tom Brady did not even play the second half. Yeah, don't sleep on the box. Uh, it's definitely a team no one wants to play in the playoffs. You don't bet against Tom Brady yeah, we'll, in the playoffs. We'll Simple as that. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I'd say don't bet against them in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the 49ers, they beat the Cardinals 20 to 12. This was an ugly game. <laughs> Kyler Murray didn't, didn't do too well. Uh, CJ Beathard. Did very well. Uh, George Kittle was even back in this game. Uh, four receptions for 92 yards. Nice to see Kittle come back. This was a good win for the Niners, too. Potentially played spoiler for the Cardinals' playoff chances. Definitely. Uh, and then one of the best games of the week, the Dolphins beat the Raiders 26-25. Tua did not do, was not looking too great, so Ryan Fitzmagic comes in. And basically wins the game for Miami. Yep. Um, Chiefs beat the Falcons, as we said, 17-14. Maybe time to get a little concerned about Dan Sidious. They can't – they're not every, – every single win this year just about has been a one-score game. Yep. Uh, the, the Browns up, The Browns are upset by the Jets yesterday, 23-16. Browns had no receivers in this game. And the Jets came, yeah. came away with a victory. No excuses though. They still should pull away with the win, no matter what. You're you're, te- you're ten and you're a ten and four or five team or whatever. Like you had Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Why weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't know why they threw they threw the ball fifty times. I, why you don't run the ball with those exactly. two? It's the the Jets can't stop a nosebleed. Like why are you throwing on this team? Yeah, yeah, they cost themselves that game. Uh, the Steelers complete the comeback against the Colts. The Colts were up twenty four seven in this game. The final score is twenty eight twenty four. What a second half Big Ben and the Steelers put on. Yeah, they pulled that game out. Bad loss for the Colts and uh, a much-needed win for the Steelers in that offense. With this win, the Steelers, they clinched the AFC North. Uh, The Bears beat the Jaguars 41-17. A loss is a win for Jacksonville as they officially got the number one pick in the draft. The Bears right now are the the seventh seed in the playoffs, and they they control their own destiny. Yeah, they've started off hot. Went cold, and Trubisky seems to be getting a little hot. I think they're going to sneak in at that last seed. 
Uh, the Ravens beat the Giants 27-13. Typical Lamar Jackson-like game. Yeah, that's a team no one wants to play in the, no. in the AFC. If, 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 if the Ravens end up go- making the playoffs, I do not want to run into the Ravens. No, no, I would not. The Bengals beat the Texans 37-31. Bengals are getting hot at, at such a weird time because they're not even mathematically in the playoffs anymore. Yeah, you got to feel bad for Watson. You do. Uh, he deserves Hopefully they get to get the right GM and coach in uh, there. J.J. Watt had some think. strong comments yesterday after the game, too. Yeah, it was great, his post-game conference. The Chargers beat the Broncos 19-16 to yesterday. This game literally did not matter about anything at all. Um, yeah, Broncos are a mess. Panthers beat the Washington yesterday, twenty to thirteen. Um, yeah, we all know what ha- we all know what happened in this. Uh, the Cowboys beat the Eagles thirty-seven to seventeen yesterday. Officially eliminated the Eagles from any playoff contention at all. Uh, da- Dallas <laughs> could sneak into the playoffs, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, they pulled so many games out of their asses all year, but that's the NFC East for you. Uh, the the Seahawks beat the Rams twenty to nine yesterday. Seahawks win the West. Um, the Rams, yikes! Potentially could miss the playoffs in some crazy scenario. Panic alerts! Yes, it's time to hit the panic button in LA. Uh, the Packers yep. demolished the Titans last night in Sunday Night Football, forty to fourteen. Aaron Rodgers locked up the MVP award last night. Going 21 of 25, 231 yards, four touchdowns, and a, and a pick. Uh, Devontae Adams had 11 receptions, 142 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah, guys, like, putting up video game stats. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. You cannot convince me other, otherwise. Yeah, I, if the Giants obviously don't make playoffs, I'm rooting for a uh, Rodgers-Mahomes Super Bowl. would be dope. That would be great. Um, so, so taking a look, I think it'd be one for the books. Taking a look at the playoff seeds now. You have Kansas City at the one; they locked it up. Pittsburgh is at the two. Buffalo's at three. Tennessee is at four. Miami is at five. Baltimore's at six. Cleveland is at seven. In order for Indianapolis to get into the playoffs, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland—one of them just has to lose. That's it. Yeah, they're getting in. I think. So who 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 are they who who's who's uh, who's being out then? The Browns are going to be the obvious. You really out. think you really think you really think so? I do. So yeah. sad. They were so good. Yeah, they were so, so good this year too. Not good enough. But the Colts also they have to win. They have to win, and then one of the teams has to lose. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens on Sunday. Um, in the NFC, the Packers are the one, the Saints are the two, the Seahawks are the three, Washington's four, Tampa's five, the Rams are six, and the Bears are seven. Bears control their own destiny, win in their end, basically. Yeah. And as for the top of the NFC, Packers win, Packers win, and, and they're the one seed. If if all three win, it's so many. Packers need Packers to win. Just need to win um, and they're the one. I think getting home field is very important for Aaron Rodgers and that team. No one wants to go no. to Lambeau and play them. Fans are no fans. They're tough to beat at Lambeau. Exactly, especially too. It's like when you think about it too. It it's obviously winter time right now. Imagine going up to, to Lam going up to Lambeau in the playoffs 
and like you're getting blown out by the Packers. It's like it's cold up there. It's quiet. Just there's no fans there. You're being you're getting pulverized. Like it's just not a fun time. It, it sounds miserable to me. Now, nah, now nah, what do you want to do? And then let's preview Monday Night Football this week to close things out. Uh, Bills are in Foxborough tonight. Um, Buffalo's gonna win this game. There's really nothing to preview here. For some reason, the Patriots are still playing Camp Newton. Yeah, it is what it is at this point. You just got to look forward to next season. Exactly. Um, but that's it for this week. Another fun week for us. Yeah, next week will be a good one. We'll uh, lay out the playoff pictures, our predictions, and exactly. stuff like that. And before we go, I do want to just say Happy New Year to everyone, just because this is the last this is the last show of 2020. Chris, we made it all the way from August to now. We did it. Yeah, 25 episodes in this year. Um, we appreciate it. Um, we have fun doing it. Uh, share it with your friends. Share it with your family members. Um, if you ever want us to add anything to the show, let us know. We're open to any and all yeah. ideas. And we appreciate the support. And expect some big things in 2021. Chris and I are exploring some stuff here and there. Uh, it's going to be a fun 2020, 2021. Uh, Chris and I, we can't wait to keep, keep it going next year. Um, but that's it. Keep washing your hands, social distance, wear your mask, call all the Karens and all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys next year. See you next year.